Welcome to the Comedy Here Often podcast. I'm your host, Kevy. This week on the show, my guests are Shirley Gnome and Jen and Sylvia Saska. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's it like to have a... What's it like for you to be pregnant, Kevy? Tell me about your pregnancies. Well, they based a movie on me called Junior. <laughs> starred... My favorite politician, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> he was a great politician in that movie. I think he's just a great politician in general. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, loves nannies. Um, <laughs> and kindergarten. Loves kindergarten. Loves being a cop in kindergarten. Well, who doesn't? Loves. Basically, I think he just did that movie because he wanted to brandish a weapon in front of small children. Yeah. That's why whoever wrote the script is like, I want to show my gun to children. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Ages really five and up. Yeah. And I can only think of one way to do it, and here it is. <laughs> well, the 90s were a hell of a time, weren't they? Kindergarten Cop was version 27 of that guy's movie. The first one was right. just called Showing My Gun to a Child. <laughs> Couldn't get it pa- out of the writer's room. Couldn't get Couldn't it. Couldn't get it onto the table of any <laughs> reputable Hollywood agents. But he kept plugging away, which is what he wanted to do to those kids. <laughs> I want to know who wrote this, uh, who ended up, uh, the name of the man who ended up writing Kindergarten Cop. His name was Johnny. Shoots a lot. Shoots a lot. <laughs> He's kids. a very reputable Hollywood agent now. Mm-hmm. I think me and the Soska sisters discussed him in the last episode. Oh, yes. He's really succeeded due he's, to his violent sociopathic tendencies. Just People can just really relate to a cop who teaches kindergarten. <laughs> Let's just fucking take that movie down. You know, there's a sequel with Dolph Lundgren. Direct <laughs> no. to video. Yeah. Sorry, did a, Dolph Lundgren, did he brandish his weapon for the children as well in that film? A different weapon. Oh. <laughs> a crossbow. Uh, I don't know what you thought. I thought a lot of different things. I think uh, occasionally I think a lot of different things too. Quit bragging. <laughs> it's called think think thought thinking. <laughs> well, that should have been the name of this podcast. Thought thinking. Thought thinking. It is now. Well, great. Welcome to hi. Welcome to thought thinking. I can't wait to have a thought that uh, is somehow useful. Yeah, me it too. It could be maybe a, a movie script like the one we were just discussing. If I came up with like a really good one. Do you have any ideas for a good movie? Let me think here. I literally have nothing going on. There's no thinking of thoughts. I'm like, that should be something. Everyone's got an idea. For so you're meditating. Movie. What about some kind of like space unicorn? Well, that's just a great idea. And the way I said great was like, all right. And so that, to me, is a sign that we should do it. <laughs> Your brain broke, so. My brain broke. I'm thinking space unicorn. I think unicorns in space, somehow. Unicorns in space. I'm probably This is probably as good an idea that goes on in a Hollywood boardroom anyway. All right, so people like space. And they like unicorns. So how about a uh, space? A uh, space unicorn. A space, a unicorn. <laughs> Born in space, came to Earth. <laughs> I sound like Gilbert Godfrey you now. Do. Ooh, I will say mm-hmm. that uh, two of my buddies did a great show, a theater show, Shadow Puppet, called Space Hippo. It's mm-hmm. fucking awesome. And I would 100% watch that as a movie. It was so good. I can't even begin to, I don't even want to, it's just, it worked. It sounds so good. It was so good. I, can you do me a favor really quickly? 
Yeah. Just continue talking about space unicorns while I make sure the levels are good. So <laughs> this is your this is your chance to pitch your movie to Tommy Child Gun or whatever we called him. I'll be right back. All right, Tommy Child Gun. I know you like weapons in front of children, but what do you think about hippos in front of planets? Wait, not hippos. Unicorns. I'm just stuck on the space hippo thing. Unicorns in space. How would the unicorns survive in space? Maybe that's it. Maybe we actually just watch... 90 minutes of unicorns exploding because they can't survive in space. I mean, probably someone would watch that. How are the levels? Okay, I'm back. Hi. Uh, um Now we can t- now we can start talking about the unicorn movie. Okay. Okay, so Johnny Unicorn. <laughs> um I think I think if how come there's not a lot of movies with unicorns in a serious tone, and that's <gasps> oh, extremely serious. offensive to me. Actually, you're right because the last unicorn took itself very seriously yep. to the benefit of everyone. It, yeah, that unicorn's journey was a very serious, sad, uh, you know, arguably an, a metaphor for womanhood kind of a situation. Really, I think we just need another last unicorn, except in space this time. It makes total sense to me. And uh, where's that sequel also? And where's... Oh, God, yeah, they're remaking everything. Why didn't they? Why haven't they done a new The Last Unicorn? I have a theory for why there's so many remakes, which is yeah. I think... Uh, if only there are two movie directors in the room that could help with this. But, it would uh, be useful, but I have a are. theory that they just keep doing remakes because movie studios are huge pussies, and they're like, yeah. we can't do a new idea. Yeah. We have to ah! do... Whoa! You don't, you don't like remakes? <laughs> 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 you don't like remakes. <laughs> this is this is awkward. I you don't remakes. like them. Can I remake the, the space movie <laughs> about unicorns? Is this because they're remaking Space Jam? This, this is is this a Space about. Jam hit? Is yeah. this a, is this this is a, a hit job on space. on space Jam? Are you projecting your feelings about Space Jam onto every this is remake? Exactly what it is. I'm very offended. Uh, I didn't know you two were in the room. Yeah, I wasn't. Nobody. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. You got to check. You to potentially get on screen with me. And I always follow Shirley everywhere she goes. She it's true. This. It's actually really flattering it's in a really creepy way. Are they the stalkers you were alluding to on your album that we're halfway through? Making? Yes, exactly. No, actually, no. There, it would be a much more beautiful song with a lot of harp <laughs> if that was about these two. Ah. Uh. I can't sing, but I want to be in your album. I think we can make it work. I, it's happened for so many people before. Wait what? a second. I, <laughs> I have a question. I have a question for you two. Considering... Connecting to a talented friend and being like, put me in it. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean. So... I want to incest my way in. You can nepotism the shit into this. <laughs> Kevy, do you want to talk on your show? Oh, no. <laughs> Not. No one cares about what I got. He's yeah. projecting again. I'm upset. <laughs> it's Space Jam related. It's all about. No, it I, always goes back. I do it have a be postpartum because of the junior thing. Oh right? yeah. Like, well, after I gave birth baby. to my beautiful baby boy, <laughs> uh, Space Jam is his name. Um, he is a. He's an animated basketball. <laughs> um, I actually do have a question for you two about your remake because. Usually the studios will be like, remake this thing that was successful 10 years ago, and then you're remaking an art movie. That was remade 42 years it's, ago. It's, it's, so, it's so, such a cult movie, and so they usually don't, wouldn't be into something like that, it seems like, right? And so yeah. was that a struggle 
trying to like get get that off the ground? Because I know you wanted to do it for a long, a long time, right? It was definitely a struggle, but I think since we remade See No Evil Two like ten years after, like a sequel ten years yeah. later, and we made it just the next night, they're like, you know, when there's a really long wait for a sequel or a remake, we should get those two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. By the way, you guys would uh, can sit on the couch too if you want. Oh no, I no. Should okay, I? cool. Yes. Oh, we- I'll go next to her. <laughs> Please. Me. I'm going to see if Slither I can find forth. my weed back here. Okay, cool. <clears throat> oh, hey. Hey. <laughs> um, do you guys, have you guys ever had an experience with a ghost? Yeah. You, that's not the right side of the mic. Yeah. Can you, can you talk about unicorns? Is again? that the- Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, perfect. I have had an experience with a ghost. What happened? I think I fucked one once. Really? That's common. So. It's really common. Yeah? Well, no, no, that's common. Like, no, it's special. I feel it was but still I a special. I thought I was the only <laughs> one. No, it was special. <laughs> Damn polyamorous ghosts. Oh, no, no. Oh. Well, you they know. have to be because their mates keep dying. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't like labels, right? <laughs> Something about ghosts. Did I tell you about my four other ghost girlfriends? Is is the conversation you had? I mean, I wish the ghost had had that conversation before he fucked me. (laughs) But there wasn't a lot of communicating really going on there, I guess, because of the whole, you know, he doesn't have a corporal form, so he doesn't have vocal folds. I mean, there's always excuses with these, like, you know, lying pseudo-poly ghosts, am I right? And then you're, like, on the Ouija board, and they're like, I have something to tell you. (laughs) And then you're there for, like, 17 hours, you're fucking wrists her because he's got so much to explain about how he totally wasn't wrong about what he did. So you're the crazy person <laughs> and I am the ghost who is good. <laughs> I hope you still love me. It's so hard to break up with a ghost too. It's Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, geez, they're just always around haunting you. It's like, geez, can you move out already? And I ghost's said like, can you over. move out? I can't. I'm stuck here for eternity. I have unfinished business and it's to piss you off. <laughs> So you said that it's common for people to have sexual experiences with ghosts. Yes, that's a very most common. There's a movie called The Entity, and it was based on a real-life story that happened in Culver City in Los Angeles where this woman just kept getting raped by this ghost. Raped? Raped by this ghost. Her kids were there, too. It would, like, throw her around and everything. It was crazy. We tried to find the address, but they wouldn't tell us because, you know. I mean, they're like, go to Tinder. (laughs) Ghost Tinder. Ghost Tinder. Ghost swipe. Ghost grinder. Ghost swipe. Ghost Ghost grinder. Ghost grinder. But yeah, a lot of people that do have physical interactions with ghosts, Uh it's sexual. Mm. But think about it. Everybody's like, oh, I want to get laid. And then they dive in all that sexual energy's there. They're like, ah, surely. Do you think that (laughs) ghosts are just libidos that are like floating around, unreleased libido energy? That's where mine went. (laughs) (laughs) My libido died years ago, but I'm pretty sure it's fucking someone down the street. Is that what my libido sounds like? Jill Pesci? Yes. Actually, no, that sounded more like Tony Soprano. I don't know who it was, but he's... Whoever he, whoever he is, he's from New York. That's he traveled very far. Yeah. Sorry. Interesting. That was a question, and then I riffed, and then no one answered it. You asked a question? Well, she was saying, do you think ghosts are just libidos detached from their host? Well, there's re- there's repeaters. Just okay. So depending if they're like a, like a horrible thing, they just repeat whatever happened to them like over and over again. And then there's ones that can actually do new stuff. 
which are like demonic that can do stuff to you. Oh no. Like Beetlejuice. Oh, demonic? Are they, do they, can they do benevolent things to you? Yes, it, they can do benevolent things to you. Benevolent! I mean, that must be a nice ego stroke, being like, I'm a benevolent spirit <laughs> now. I just like, oh, I'm just gonna go around pleasuring people yeah. and then just oh. whisking myself away. There's other guys like, I can just open a door. They're like, haha, I'm fucking this chick. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody I'm knows. What an interesting haunting that would be. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> Why do well, you think the ghost would die and then be like that as a ghost? You'd have to ask their mother, probably. Really? The father. It's a, maybe. It's Are they parents, ghosts too? right? Right? Yeah. That stuff gets passed down, even to ghosts. Wow. It got really serious and sad, ghost. Maybe there's ghost yeah, therapy. Pick the, en- pick the energy back up. Pick the energy back up. <laughs> Did you find your legal cannabis? Jen's a oh. segment produ- producer. What's that? Jen's the segment producer. Just keeping this getting going. A little, yeah. little sad. Energy a little up. sad, guys. Energy up. <laughs> more hustle. Surely more Joe Pesci type impressions and uh, go back to that unicorn thing. That was really working. <laughs> How about if I combine all of it? Joe Spesci. Spesci. <laughs> Joe Spesci. Joe Spesci. That's the unicorn's space. Unicorn's name. <laughs> I'm Joe Spesci. This space unicorn. So Shirley has had uh, the interesting <sighs> experience of. She wrote a new song and it's been crushing live so hard that she's had to stop playing it until we can release it. Yeah, that is true. Which one? Um, it's a song called Love Yourself. It is a song that is in a 90s, like a dance mix 93 to 95 sort of a style. Yeah. And it's meant to be um, an encouraging song about having self-esteem. But what I notice is that people who have low self-esteem really respond well to bullying. So the whole song is bullying them into loving themselves. And so it's pretty mean, but I find it's very effective. Can you give it a little taste of the chorus lyrics, which are my favorite? Yeah. Oh, just the lyrics. Uh, love yourself, you piece of shit. Love yourself, you, you fuckwit. Love yourself, you idiot. Why don't you go and thrill yourself? That's really sexy. <laughs> it, it, it smashes live. Yeah, people are like, because they want to send it to their piece of shit friends, right? Because yeah, yeah, they yeah. want to use that to tell their piece of shit friends it's to so love f- themselves because they're angry at them. Because that's the whole thing. You get yeah. so mad when people that you love don't love themselves. You just want to punch them right in the face. And I'm like, I'm going to channel this into 90s dance pop. And a lot of people really seem to want to do that too. So it's, it's pretty cool. I'm really excited for when that one gets public. Might there be a video? Oh, well, that's up to the big dudes upstairs, I suppose. But I'm going to rub my hands and cross my fingers and pinch my nips for it. <laughs> you know, I know that's some my magic. Good... That's, how I, that's how I bless my own life. I know some, <laughs> I know some good directors who could do a good video. I think I Is there a director too. attached? <laughs> no good directors. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I love it. I love this. She's like the crypt keeper now. <laughs> Popping out of her coffin. <laughs> it keeps us on our toes. I'm like, just sure, no more Chan. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. yeah it's... I know of another secret song that you have that I know you're probably not even allowed to talk about. Mm. I wonder. I think can, can we? Talk. When I mean, is this coming out? <laughs> in, in like a month. Oh, well, we don't have the we don't have the green light on it yet. I know. I love that song so much. I'm going to listen to that artist as soon as I get home. Well, if it does come out, it's called Not So Bad. Yes, so... it's called Not So Bad. <laughs> and it's so damn good! 
what? <laughs> I hope that anyone listening to this who's uh, heard what we're talking about realizes why we can't talk about it just yet. It's all going through litigation right now. It's That's going right. through some heavy litigation. We're hoping for the best, though. We're being sued by the writers of Kindergarten Cop. So <laughs> they heard this live somehow. I don't know how they did it. They're everywhere. Maybe they're behind the couch with Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Jen and I have done that face to each other on and off for years. Aw. How long have you known each other now? Because you guys have worked... On and off for years. On and off. You've been on and off working relationship. When Jen Jen does it, I think she kind of looks like Morticia Adams, which I think is a good thing. Oh, it's a great look. She is a she's a queen, mm-hmm. and I love I love their relationship that the Adams have. They have like a very sex positive BDSM yes. relationship. Go- Gomez like, and uh, Gomez and Morticia. Yeah, yeah they yeah. really have it worked out. Like they are such a good example of how you do that properly. Yeah. Good yeah. communication. Yes, like, real everyone, communication. Everyone's stoked on it. Yeah. Like everyone's having a good time. It's great. My friend Trevor Risk and I were trying to, f- we were putting together this list of like pseudo goth characters in modern media. Yeah. And like, like Adam's Family is a good example of mm-hmm. that because the people that are watching it didn't really know about that culture, I think. Sure, yeah, I bet. And then there, there's like, uh, I, think, I think like um, Darlene from Roseanne is kind of within yeah. that. And then yeah, she's in there. In Cheers, there was this character named Lilith who dated Fraser Crane. Oh. She was kind of gothy and so. Mm. I love her. Yeah. There was that teenage girl in the, the Max. I guess the Max wasn't really like a popular cartoon. I love the Max. Me, I also oh love the Max. Oh my God. Sarah, the poet. Yeah. 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 You want to hear a sad story? Yeah. Ugh. So I got offered that to make it into a movie, <laughs> which I like died because the movie Bob that we're making is what I thought the Max was when I tried to rewrite it. And I was like, oh, it's not that at all. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, it's trapped in legal. Oh, man. It's trapped and legal. They really fucked the guy over when they did the cartoon, and now it's like so trapped and legal, and it's genius. It's such it's a beautiful, beautiful story. story. Yeah, yeah, we're getting depressing again. <laughs> oh, no, pipe it up, pipe it up, pipe it up. Up, up. Sylve said she died when, when you didn't get it. Did your libido live on, though? I don't know where <laughs> it is. I think it left street. with yours, and Joe Pesci goes. <laughs> Joe Pesci, Rest libido. In peace. If your libido had a personality or was attributed to some kind of celebrity or type of person do you what, who do you think that would be have you seen the film audition no <laughs> but it's supposed I, to stir it's, it's, okay uh, it's about this uh tv producer that uh wants to find a perfect woman so he does a fake audition for her and unfortunately he gets a psychopath and uh-huh. like uh she keeps men in bags and their tongues are ripped off that's me like and she oh. cuts him off and she's like words create lies pain can be trusted and she's like, you said to love me, only me. And then she cuts off his legs with like a little razor wire. You know, like that's that's me. I understand it scares people, but you know. I find I'm it very really comforting, to be it. honest. I find it very um, therapeutic to hear that. Yeah? Mm. Oh, we're going to go Pain in a day. can be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, I keep Here trying. Go. Every year to a year and a half, a beautiful woman will want to make out with me. And I'll be like, okay. And then I'll do it. And I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> But I like to check in because I'm waiting because I know you know I know that sexuality is fluid. I know it could shift, and I've had enough bad experiences with cishet dudes. I'm just thinking someone's got to push me over the edge eventually, right? You're getting there. Come, come to us. I'll be waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still need another six months till I'm due for my checkup. Okay, cool. so. <laughs> She'll be down there. Okay, I'll, I'll give you a call. <laughs> She'll just pop up beside your bed. It's six months. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh Lord.
Mm. It's true. Sexuality is so fluid now. Mm-hmm. Gender is fluid. People are like, so, like people who didn't know you could do that are really upset. You guys can't do that. I had to wear pants. Yeah. I had to wear pants for years. <laughs> I didn't even know it was an option. Now I'm mad at you about it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which I can understand to a point. It might be frustrating. But you don't take it out on the people who are doing it. You get on board. It's never exactly. too late. Yeah, you it's, can always join. Mm, it's mm. like how you didn't know about Kindergarten Cop 2 until like right now. It's like we can just go watch it. We don't need to be that upset about it. <laughs> are you projecting? Again about space <laughs> Sorry, I keep bringing it up. It's a sore spot, eh? Little bit, mm. little bit. I actually don't care at all. That's the crazy thing. It's denial. Oh That's what no. Denial sounds like. I mean, I don't know how many times. Every time we're working in the studio on the album, he turns around. And he's like, "This song's great." By the way, I don't care about the Space Jam <laughs> remake. I'm like, "Great." And then he'll be like, "Great." And then he'll go back to working. And I'm like, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah, it's funny because the cameras are this direction, but there's like a big Bugs Bunny suit over there. Yeah, that is like a hoop, hoop. and he's just like. I would never keep movie props in my studio. I don't. I don't know why you play that. That would be weird to do. It would be uh, somewhat unsettling and definitely bring up a few questions. I don't know. It's it's not like I put this mask on and yell at you every session. So I don't know even know why you'd bring that up. Ah, that's in litigation too. So that's why we get put it back. Everything's in litigation these days, especially on my projects. Weird. Huh? I talked to my lawyer this morning. Did you? Yeah, it's fun. He's like, oh hey, sorry, I'm just gonna check if this is legal. Yeah, and we'll know if we'll send some cease and desist. I don't know. Oh, oh, so intense. Fancy. Oh, I know. Sorry, Jen. Oh, what? she's going to pop up again. <laughs> Jola! Hey, Jen. Do you want me to go back there? Do I have to go, we'll I switch go back there? Is it six months yet? <laughs> <laughs> Is it six months? I've heard that I feel like I've been back there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is time, really? Time isn't real. Mm, I agree. Isn't. I think the battery on this camera is going to die at some point, in which case I should just not be in the interview anymore. I think that'd be funny. <laughs> that makes me like sad. Or you could be like a ghost and we can animate you over here. Will <laughs> your libido remain, though? I don't know. We'll see. Or <laughs> yeah, you'll die, but only your libido will still be in your body and Everybody your spirit in... will be over yeah. here. Your sexless ghost will be. Everybody in here's libidos are floating around and mine just goes takes a nap in the corner, sadly. <laughs> With that unicorn pillow you just gave me. <laughs> Finally, I'm comfortable. It's so Eric Andre. It just continues on without you. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't even need me. Hannibal's on his way. Oh, good. Okay. Nice. Okay. I remember I was talking to uh, a man who did took some Viagra one time, and I asked him what it was like, and he said it's like his penis didn't need him anymore. And that made me laugh as a description of for that, because I feel like I know exactly what he's talking about. Wow. Your I have penis? no penis, but that's yeah. interesting. He's like, it doesn't even need me anymore. I could have left the room. Wow. wow. I made Shirley Gnome speechless. Just <laughs> that's yeah. never happened. I'm like, how, what is it like to feel like your genitalia is on its own journey? Uh, wait, I do know what that's like. <laughs> I actually constantly know what that's like. We're not doing that, you fucking idiot. <laughs> That is a terrible idea. Ugh, get back in there. One time there was a, an American Mary uh, fan expo Q&A session, and it was the twins, Jen Sylvia, me, and Tristan Risk, and they were all asking me what it's like to have a dingling. Yeah. And I answered seriously, and it was a completely full room, remember? Mm-hmm. It was it was fascinating. I appreciate yeah. your honesty. Well, the question was, if you could be one of the other people on the panel, who would you be? And everyone said me, so they could have a dick for a day. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I totally abused that. Too, I guess. <laughs> wow, that was insensitive. No, I like. I think that's a fair uh, journey to go on. You know. 
got so quiet in I here. I wish I could. I'm thinking now so we're much. I know. We're, yeah, we're just. <laughs> I'm going into a land of imagination. I remember Sylvia said she'd stick it in things. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Sasuke, you got it in the wall again. I know. I know. I'm just. Thing creative. has a mind of its own. It must be on Viagra. <laughs> I don't know what it did. <laughs> I don't know what it did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Everything went. I blacked out. It felt so good. Oh, fuck. There's a sheet there. I was looking for one for the ghost. Oh, oh. I was going to rise up. Oh. I had a lot of production meetings by myself back there. <laughs> a lot of production. I took a few meetings while I was back there, mostly with cockroaches and rats. Uh, by the way, a, a mouse came bugs. walking through the studio yesterday, and my manager. Walking Jonathan, or running? Running. Okay. Uh, my manager, Jonathan, is deathly afraid of rodents and he shrieked and it's funny because he was doing a voice memo at the time so it's on there and so we listened to it, <laughs> like, oh my god! To do it. he's like so calm he's like hey, so anyway so we have three o'clock oh my god it's great and he also uh thinks he has every disease he reads about he's a what's that called where you have yeah, 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 yeah. yes. yeah, he has that problem also you know what you it's should pretty... do you should get a medical journal like with all the worst diseases and just leave it in his office <laughs> so he can just life. peruse it and be like yeah i'm dying of that <laughs> i got that for sure yep <laughs> And I'm gonna go from that. That's a great idea. Just like happy birthday. Night. Yeah, it might slow my career down a little bit because he's my manager, but I still think it's worth it. Think about the yeah. lols. Don't think about your career. Don't be so fucking selfish. I'm so selfish. I mean, <laughs> I'd say it's my biggest problem, and everyone else is around me. Ooh, I got a great idea. You know, you get like novelty toilet paper. You could get like hypochondriac toilet paper. Just print really weird diseases on every. <laughs> so every time he goes to the toilet, he's like, ah! He starts reading about it, and then he's gonna wipe his own butt with the diseases he's afraid of. I thought you were gonna say hypochondriac toilet paper comes individually wrapped. <laughs> in oh, that's also bubble a good... wrap or something. <laughs> what if it's all poop related? Like, if your butt itches at night, that is Means... a sign that you have a tapeworm. Oh. Is it that true? It is actually true, but also your butthole it, could it, itch it, naturally. Itchy butthole many, many is a universal factor amongst all humankind. Yeah, mm. that's because everyone is a tapeworm. But once a hypochondriac knows that, it's really a unsettling. That'll yeah, yeah that'll do it. Him. Yeah, and you also have to look in your poop to see the little like uh, squares that because it pieces off. Tapeworms break off in your really? poop. That's how you know. I've actually never had a tapeworm, but now it sounds like I should stop. Tell <laughs> them it comes from sushi. It does come it from. Does Sushi. That's the best one. Really? Like, I had sushi last week. No, it doesn't. Oh, it man. You're <laughs> you know, half shit. Japanese. You should know we're fucking with that. I know. I know. We did just go to a Japanese restaurant where everyone there knows my name and gave us very great service. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you wink at? Just the viewers at home oh. who also just went to a sushi restaurant and had great service. I very kissed the waitress. I just, you did kiss the waitress. I saw that. She said but I was you, pretty. That's all it takes for me. I almost <laughs> married her. <laughs> so starved for basic human compassion. Oh, man. Aren't we all? Bring it up. All right. Oh, bring it up. Jen. Why, there's bring plenty of love in the world. The idea that we're starved for it is just something they use to keep us down. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm laughing or crying now. It's like an Elliot Smith song. I better stop now before I start crying. <laughs> the laugh cry ghost. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. Were you recording that? Yeah. <laughs> Missed up. Oh, yeah. Good. Drop that in the album. 
That would be good. There's actually some screams and stuff already on the album. There's yeah, there's some weird noises on it for sure. I like uh, that's the filthiest, gu- saddest ghost I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm the ghost of the unemployment line. <laughs> you can't talk to him that way. He's union. Ghosts. I like this a lot. I like the end of your song "Fuck Me Now." It's just you screaming and making a face for a long. Yes, time. I have a song. I mean, most of the songs really in the preamble about the song. What's it about? Well, essentially. You know, a lot of my material for the last 10 years has been pretty, like, sex-positive stuff. And a lot of people who are very entitled and stupid will misinterpret sex positivity for sex availability. Someone's like, I like to have sex. I think having sex is great. They're like, oh, she said she's going to have sex with me. That's awesome. Which is not what I'm saying at all. It's, 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 they take it uh, very yeah, uh, yeah. You know, egomaniacally. So um, I was having a hard time uh, getting rid of that attention, unwanted sexual advances and all of that after shows. So I then created this song called Fuck Me Now where I just talk about putting stuff into my pussy and pulling out even nastier shit. And then at the end of it, um, I say, if you ever leave me, I'll kill everyone you love. And then I scream as loud as I can and I pull the worst face I'm capable of pulling and I just spread that all throughout the audience and freak everybody the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> and it actually works nobody bugs me after shows Great. every that's, time I do it that's beautiful and it's, it's also so the power of nymphomaniac right exactly Whoa. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so uh, that's a staple have you written other songs that serve as a don't touch me after the show kind of message or, or that was strategically f- like that. For your- right. Like things I do mm-hmm. to get, uh, to change things around the show. Yeah. I'm not sure. And nothing that I can really think of that comes to mind. You don't have a song that someone hand me a joint. That's a good idea. <laughs> That's a good oh, one. I mean, there's no. I it's sometimes okay I'll yell that from the audience. <laughs> I have yelled that from the uh, from the stage many times to the audience. Yeah. Uh, and people are incredibly giving and generous when you do that. It's amazing. Bless. Um, that's that's for sure a thing. Hashtag but no gratitude. Hashtag yeah. grab a dube. <laughs> <laughs> that's why she's so good. See, you just um, got a positive note from the network behind Yeah, the you. network's pleased. Network's, network's pleased. pleased. Network's pleased. <laughs> I had a song where I, I had actually, I wrote a song that's not on any album, which was called This Is The Part Of The Show Where You're Allowed To Go. So I do this really <laughs> awful song and then it's like this. I think we actually worked on it together. <laughs> and then I did it live. I never, we never put it on an album. And it, so it's just this like, this is the part of the show. Where you're allowed to go. <laughs> you didn't look into what you were watching and you were uncomfortable. Something like that. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. And then, I, and then I'm like, there's the fucking door. And then I <laughs> hold a flashlight up. To, like All the lights go dark. And, and then I hold a flashlight up to the exit sign. <laughs> and I let anyone leave. Really? So clever. Which is funny because nobody wants to because they're totally being on put in the on yeah. the spot to do it. So it's actually kind of mean, really. I would actually like to come up with one more. Like we're just gonna turn the house lights on. I'm gonna leave, and then you can actually go because it makes the show better for everyone. When people who accidentally went there can just, <laughs> just get know. out as soon as possible. Yeah. Like this isn't for me. It's not a crime to not like something. Just get the fuck out of my space. <laughs> and all my fucking all these nice people who want to see me do a <laughs> you know a little. <laughs> I'm here to do a little for everyone. That's what the people want. Yeah. The people want a little. Life is long and hard. They just want a little. Bless you. Yeah. I can't believe our high school teachers thought we were wasting our time. 
wasting their time. I mean. What are they now? Dead? Retired? Nice. Their are just floating <laughs> around the bottom of a drain somewhere. Down in a sewage some situation, a plant, a sewage plant being processed. Absolutely. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? I mean, we could look up a few of them, I'm sure. Whatever happened to, we could send them the new album. Oh, like, that would be great. Wouldn't that be? They'd could, hate it. They'd be real mad about the you know dedication they put into teaching, the amount of education, the, the being underpaid and overworked, and then they make the wrong choices with their students because they're so stressed and tired, and then those students develop regardless of any education they provided to become way more successful than they ever were. Yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't like those. I don't think they'd like it. No, it would be uh, kind of mean. Yeah, let's not do that. Okay. Maybe you should write a song about it, though. Because that's not directly mean. They'd have to listen to it to know it was mean. <laughs> that's true. It's indirectly mean. Mm. Indirect mean is really a victimless crime. That's yeah. true. And especially if it helps you to express something and cathart it. No, it's true. It's true. It's in the Bible. Well, it's got to be true, then. Sylv looks like she's a, the last round of the show Hot Ones. <laughs> 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 Which a next I time I'm rear-ended by two twins, uh, uh, a set of twins, one set of twins, not two sets of twins, one set, one of, set twins. of twins. <laughs> yes, I was rear-ended by a church van last week. Um, we said we're sorry. <laughs> sorry, we're sorry. <laughs> but it was these two. They'd stolen it and they were taken for a joyride. Never let me live it down. <laughs> I thought it was six months. I thought it was cool to rear-end you. <laughs> I've heard that one before. That was a good one. <laughs> That was a good one. You can clap at home. Thank you. I mean, everyone has a different line they draw, but when they get rear-ended. It's true. <laughs> yeah. It was a, a, a... I mean, the great thing about being rear-ended by Christians is that they immediately want to take the blame for it right away. They love it. And like, I'm so guilty. I'm so guilty. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a Christian orgasm. I'm that bad. I'm bad. I'm bad. I'm bad. I feel bad. I'm bad. I'm bad. <laughs> Yeah, that was basically that. That was what that accident was. So I'm glad I could uh, provide that for them. And uh, yeah, I'm fine. So it's okay. Just kind of a hilarious. <laughs> like I didn't realize it was a church van until the driver was texting me later to uh, ask for forgiveness again and make sure I was okay. She did multiple times over the next few days, and then he asked me out to for dinner to make it up to me or a snack, right? Oh, dinner or a snack? Yeah, it was dinner or a snack. It could be serious or super cash. <laughs> It doesn't yeah. have to be a big deal. It could just, just be, be a snack. We'll just have, you know, appetizers. <laughs> it just be Who so leaves their house for a snack? Man? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they do. I don't know. Uh, any Christians want to call in? Is this a call yeah. in show? Let's this get a, a phone in here. Let's get a phone in here. Now that would be fun. This isn't, that would this be isn't fun. live. Considering all the vehicular mishaps they had driving out for another snack. Yeah. Taking their life into their hands. <laughs> you just don't know what's going to happen out there. I'd snack again if I were them. Only giant entrees for the rest of their That's lives. It. Just Thanksgiving dinners. Three times a day for life. Shirley, did you have any horrible day jobs before oh. you were the rock star you are today? Uh, I drove an ice cream truck <laughs> for six weeks. Really? Yeah. And wow. the, you didn't like that song anymore at the end of it? Well, well, you know, depending on the truck that you got at the beginning of the day, you'd either get eight, 16, or 32 different choices for songs. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so you really? Can, yes. I thought there was one fucking ice cream song. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, if you lack creativity, if you just sit there in the truck with the same song playing all day, sure. But is that where your music career started to <laughs> blossom? 
where she started to get ideas creative. Yeah, it was just like, you know, I feel like I've always wanted to be an ice cream truck driver, but maybe I had it all wrong. Maybe music's what I actually want to be passionate about, not giving diabetes to children. They, uh, they're asking for it, let's be honest. Some of them were. Honestly, it was such an interesting way to look at like socioeconomics. Yeah. These, like, you'd see these kids who were not allowed, and they'd be up. And you're like kind of like Ice Cream Pope. So you're just driving along in the van, and all the kids, get they hear the song or whatever song you're playing, they get so excited. And the kids that aren't allowed, they're like stuck in their house in the window, and they're just waving at you, and they're so sad. And all you can do is be like, I'm so sorry they're not letting you have ice cream. Goodbye fun. forever. And then you have on the opposite side, you have like this really like morbidly obese kid with a $20 bill running out. <laughs> but his parents are just like, get whatever you want, honey, because we love you. And then they just buy so much ice cream and they don't want to share it. And they're mean to the other kids. And it's like, whoa, that's like the pendulum swinging way in the other ice cream direction. It's crazy. And then there were like so many like this like i was like pretty i was like in my early 20s and i was like pretty cute and which is weird for an ice cream truck driver i realized that and uh, it was weird for a lot of these dads that were like stay, like home with the kids summer yeah. vacation and they would act so weird around me like uh. pulling out their money clips to buy the ice, uh. like just trying to, try to be like i still got it like the i still got it thing <laughs> so funny and then some of the kids are like just the sweetest things you've ever met and some of the parents were really nice and some of the kids were assholes and throw rocks at you like what? it was like just this full spectrum experience and it was only six weeks and uh, I, I really got a good little slice of humanity at that job that but the pay was terrible so i got a serving job after then wow yeah it was there anything crazy that ever happened when you were doing it like did you ever like <laughs> Maybe Back over like, a kid. Yeah, or like there's like an opposing <laughs> like, can't competitive talk about that now. ice cream truck that you always had to fight or something. <laughs> no, nothing like that. Like it was definitely, I mean, it was a bit creepy. Like I have to, like, where are all the children today? Like it felt a little <laughs> weird sometimes. But um, one time I was playing La Cucaracha because uh, that was the choice. Uh, one of the many one options. One of the many options I had. So I just, you know, I would go, I get sick of one, I go to the next one. And I, I just happened to be that right when I turned on La Cucaracha, I turned the corner. There's this giant family of Mexican people having a barbecue. <laughs> I was really embarrassed. So I was like, I didn't, I didn't do it on purpose and they were laughing their asses off I thought it was so funny <laughs> they came over like La Cucaracha La Cuc and that's like so I'm like oh okay great cool and then and then one of the guys was like the most beautiful man I think I've ever seen in my life in the middle of this Antonio really embarrassing yeah. like something like he, just, he was just gorgeous he, and he came up to me and he was just like smiling at me and he was like so happy and I was like oh my god my I'm like embarrassed but now like I'm having a separate turn on is this gonna birth some weird Mexican ice cream fetish for me I'm confused yes. I'm confused no. And he came up to you, he's like, you know, this song is about a cockroach. Right? <laughs> that likes to smoke marijuana. And I'm just like, jizz, jizz, jizz. No, that didn't happen. But it was such a funny moment where things just sort of like layered on top of themselves. Yeah. <laughs> I love jizz, jizz, jizz. This is me. Jizz, jizz, it's just jizz, accurate. Jizz. That works. Jizz, jizz, jizz. <laughs> it's spraying. Well, it's it's squirting season. out. Exactly. Exactly. Look, I'm just here to be an educator. <laughs> Less. Just loop this as a gif and promote the show. It's the most successful boomerang we've ever had. <laughs> oh no, I think I re injured myself from my Christian side hug. <laughs> Quick, text them for the snack. I need a snack. Bring it, bitch. <laughs> I start being mean to them. They probably love it. Yeah. Oh, they, they jump so fast. They're like, oh no, penance. <laughs> yeah, penance, penance, penance. Yeah. Right? All right. Cool. Well, that was. 
yeah. little while. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else anyone wants we good? to add? I think th- these two humans are pretty dope. I want to add that. I love you. <laughs> I love today. you so hard, yeah, but more in six months. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see. I was we'll, we'll be back starting in six to months. give the hey, try women <laughs> speech. Have Fuck you thought men? about women? Try check. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm giving. I'm gonna keep checking in, and I'll. Uh, Six months. We'll see what we can get going on. We're gonna, gonna fluidify, fluidify my sexuality. Kevin's like ordained at your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when he was a dog? <laughs> <laughs> now you're in love forever. Gross. Okay. Cool. Thank you, Shirley. No. Hey, thanks for having me. Heavy mental. Thank you, Jen and Sylvia. Thank you. I was never here. <laughs> But I wish you were, and that's the problem. This is just my little <laughs> It's very productive. Bye. Bye. You remember me. And that's it. Thanks for listening to the Comedy Here Often podcast. I've been your host, Kevy. Thank you to Shirley Gnome and Jen and Sylvia Saska. And make sure to follow them on all their social media. And make sure to follow us on our social media at Comedy Here Often on all platforms. Thank you for listening. Check in with you next week. Bye. <laughs>